This is Iron Mike Stedman, and on this episode of Dog Whistle Branding, I discuss the rule of three, a simplified approach to developing and executing on a cohesive marketing strategy. The rule of three is built around one piece of anchor content, such as a podcast, newsletter, or blog series, and two supporting activities, like attending in-person networking events or engaging with your audience on social media. For many of us, marketing is only one aspect of our business, which is why I'm a proponent of not making it overly complicated. Joining me to discuss the rule of three is Ironbound's head of growth, Erica Rachel. Before you hear from Erica and I, make sure you subscribe to our newsletter at the link in the show notes. All right, Gunny, take it away. Yo, saddle up, lock and load. Welcome to Dog Whistle Branding, brought to you by the team at Ironbound Media and the Lions Pride, where we provide weekly tack planning on marketing, brand strategy, and category design for early and growth stage veteran-owned small businesses to keep you in the fight and not face down in a rice paddy. I'm your host, Iron Mike Stedman, a Marine Corps veteran, godfather of Dog Whistle Branding, and CEO of Ironbound Media, a podcast production agency that helps veteran-owned businesses create, distribute, and grow branded podcasts in order to engage with your ideal audience. Before we jump into the show, make sure you subscribe to our newsletter at the link in the show notes or visit our website, dogwhistlebranding.com to stay up to date on all things DWB and our work at Ironbound Media and the Lions Pride. All right, get out your pen and paper and get ready to build a dog whistle brand. Saddle up, lock and load. Welcome to another edition of Dog Whistle Brandon. Today, we're going to be talking about how to create your marketing strategy or more, better yet, your marketing plan and executing on it by following the rule of three. I'm joined by Ironbound's head of growth, Erica Rachel. Erica, what's going on? Not much. It's good to be on the show again. I'm excited. So I put Erica to work, y'all. She was doing a little research to make sure I don't come on here and uh, sound like an idiot. But in all seriousness, no, you know, one of the things that we're doing here at Ironbound Media is making sure that we're kind of doing the research and learning and, you know, diving into the blogs and the case studies to make sure that this platform is a, is a source of uh, value for you all out there in the fight. And one of the reasons I want to talk about the rule of three is, you know, even within our own company, right, each year or each quarter, you do this quarterly planning. And then everybody loves to throw out all these different ideas that they want to do for the quarter. They're, we're going to do a blog post. We're going to do a podcast. We're going to do all these different things. But what ends up happening is you either do a bunch of stuff really shitty or you don't do it at all because you get overwhelmed. And so one of the things I've developed over the years is this concept of the rule of three, which is, OK, just purely on the marketing side of the house, we're only going to do three things. and. It's a, we're going to do the podcast, we're going to do a newsletter, and we're going to go out there and we're going to engage our perfect uh, customers, whether on social media, et cetera. Now, let's say Erica comes to me and is like, Mike, we got to launch this video series. I'm like, listen, we can only do three things, which means we have to rotate something out, right? And for small business owners and early stage startups, I found that this works really, really well. What are your thoughts, Erica? I completely agree. You, if you your three main things can't survive without their full attention, then adding a fourth thing isn't going to work. It's something's going to fail. 
And we see this now, right? Like, again, I'm just coming off quarterly plan with the Lions pride, right? Everyone is all juiced up. They're all fired up. And sometimes it can be overwhelming, which is why when you think about the rule of three, right, we're going to simplify it and we're going to focus, okay? Mm -hmm. So I am a big proponent within the rule of three of having some form of anchor content. This is the thing that you're doing on a consistent basis that you're saying that like, hey, we can commit to this and this is going to be our main channel for building brand awareness because everybody's like, we just need to get our name out there. We need to get ourselves out there. What? But like how? Like, what are you doing to, to be able to do that? And what I think it comes down to is having some kind of platform that allows you to establish authority, but also something that you can commit to consistently. And it doesn't just have to be a podcast. It can be your social media channel, right? Let's say, you know, your perfect customer is on LinkedIn. And so your anchor content is that every week you create a post on LinkedIn, right? And you mm -hmm. just commit to that. You commit to that. And that way you become top of mind and people can expect it. Or it can also be like a newsletter. But this needs to be something that more importantly than anything else, you and your team can commit to. I agree. And your anchor content, even within within the means of that, there's three parts usually to it. How so? So usually in your anchor content, you have your podcasting, you have your social media, and you have your newsletter, which you can break down into the bigger parts, but your anchor content is your main goal. And so your anchor content already has the rule of three within it. Yeah. And the other thing too is sometimes that anchor content, you can actually, re re what's the word I'm looking for, Erica? Refurbish or repurpose. repurpose you can repurpose it. it, you know? And I think too, a good thing to think about is like, can your anchor content be evergreen? You know, is this something that is like valuable that people can come back to again later? And even if let's say it's your social media feed, right? Maybe they're not going to come and look at that exact same post on your social media feed, but you can use that post elsewhere. So like, let's say I write about the rule of three and I put it on LinkedIn and then I take that and then I do it on the podcast. And then we do our newsletter later again, and we publish it on the newsletter. So thinking about something that's like evergreen that way, because what we're trying to really do is we're just trying to make life easy for y'all. We understand that like people are busy. We don't have time to do a lot of stuff. And, you know, marketing is only one aspect of our business. So you don't want to be overwhelmed uh, through the process. No, exactly. You want to let customers know exactly what you stand for and the three reasons and why they're going to you to find it. Now, one of the things, too, we're doing, Erica, is you just started launching the Dog Whistle Branded Newsletter. OK, mm -hmm. talk to our listeners about what have you been doing to make the process easier for our team, because our anchor content isn't the newsletter. Our anchor content is the podcast. And like I've been telling you, like, oh, you know, I can't be overwhelmed. <laughs> you know, It's like now we got to add the newsletter on it. But this is where team members come in play. So how have you been thinking about, you know, having this other content anchor? Um, the secondary content anchor to make it as easy as possible for me and the rest of the team to put out. So I think if we're going to talk about the rule of three, the three things that I decided about the newsletter where it needs to be informative, it needs to be entertaining, and it needs to be thought provoking. So when I think about the newsletter, I think, well, what kind of content do people want to read about? Do they want it to be a story? Do they want information? Do they want both? Do they want it to be fun? So those are the three th main goals that I have with the newsletter. And then also you've done a great job of kind of templating it out as well. So that way we have a process that we can just kind of go in and plug and play instead of having to start something from scratch 
uh, each and every time. Oh, yeah. I think I like that it looks the same so people know what to expect every week. So that's a cheat code, right? Like having template, like having templates <laughs> for all of your content anchors, because, again, you want to make it smooth as possible. So for the newsletter, right, like Erica did a great job on this last newsletter because she went around and started looking at some of the writings that I've already done and just put it in the newsletter format that we've already built upon um, within Substack. Right. And then also, you know, us having uh, what do we got for the podcast? We have the production plan in our Google Docs. We have a similar mm -hmm. process in the newsletter. And so just trying to get ahead of this stuff. And even now, right, like the newsletter goes out on Tuesday and on Wednesday, what do we say? We're going to have the next newsletter ready to go. So having a way mm -hmm. to get ahead of the process. Yep. The newsletter is usually ready to go by Friday the next day. So Monday's finalized again. Yeah, so giving us an opportunity to have some more looks at it. Mm -hmm. Now, what other stuff are you seeing? Have you seen in your in your research about what we're talking about today? Uh, I've seen a lot about social media and what people expect on social media. Let's talk about it. Yeah, they want they want creation. They want to see something spectacular. They want it to grab their eye because people read in, in like advertising. People read in a Z, the rule of three. They start at the top. They go to the middle. They go to the bottom. People want so, something that pops. Again, having another framework, right? So, mm -hmm. and, I, and I was just reading about this too, about how like on your social media copy, you want something that grabs their attention right away. Because remember on social media, people are just scrolling. They're scrolling, mm -hmm. they're scrolling. So how are you grabbing people's attention? And then where are you, where are you sending them to? And you know, what do you expect, et cetera? Yeah, you've got to be able to drive them once they get there. What, what's pulling them in? What do you want them to see? What do you want them now, to one, read? One of the challenges I think our listeners need to be aware of too is there's a bunch of people doing a bunch of stuff on social media and people assume that they have to do that, right? Like they have to be on TikTok. They have to be on Instagram. They have to be on all these different places, right? But again, talking about the rule of three, right? Where is the platform you're going to focus most of your attention to? By like, and by me, most of it, I mean like 99 point like 5% of your attention to, right? As a business owner, I spend a majority of our time on LinkedIn because that's where my tribe is. That's where they're engaging my content. When I was posting on Instagram and these other platforms, it wasn't necessarily like moving the ball forward for us, either at Ironbound Boxing or at Ironbound Media. Um, but again, I know that. So I spend my time focused there. I think if you're a business owner and you're trying to do too much and you're spread out, right? And you're trying to be on all these different platforms, you're going to, you're going to overwhelm yourself out. So again, I'm telling you this, as you're briefing your marketing teams, as you're hiring these digital marketing experts and you're having them come in and you're trying to craft your plan, et cetera, dial it in, right? Like give them clear guidelines of like, Hey, this is the anchor content. This is where we're going to post. We're going to focus our time, effort, and attention on the platform that our perfect customer is on. That's it. And then what we're going to do, if we have any kind of secondary content or et cetera, it still needs to support that anchor piece. So if you're posting on Instagram, et cetera, but your anchor content is LinkedIn, you want to drive people to LinkedIn. You know, that's the goal is the goal is to send them to this main content, just like we do in the newsletter, right? Mm -hmm. Where do we send people? Listen to the podcast. When I'm engaging people on LinkedIn, where am I sending them to? Listen to the podcast. The podcast. So all built around this central piece of uh, the central piece of anchor content. Yep. 
I totally agree. I think another thing we should talk about too is when you're de- developing this marketing plan, right? Give yourself a window to evaluate whether or not it's working. So don't just do it for like, I don't know, uh, a week and then try to throw something else. All right. I've been there. I've done that. I'm guilty of it. I'm a better entrepreneur now. So now I like to let stuff ride out three months minimum and then six months and then you can revisit. But you want to give it time to actually work. And you can't do that if you're bouncing around all the time. So, again, this is business. At the end of the day, we're making assumptions. So we're assuming that this podcast will work. Right. So we launched the podcast and we want to give it, you know, three months and see how our revenue is matching up with the podcast, how our engagement is matching up with the podcast. From the very beginning, we were off to the races. So I knew it was a smart play for us to launch this show. Then after three months, though, you revisit and you say, hey, do we still want to go down this, 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 this path? For us, absolutely. Let's keep going. Let's say the podcast wasn't working. I'm like, I don't know. What are y'all's thoughts? You know, hey, let's give it another three months. After that, we'll reevaluate if the podcast makes sense or should we transition to like a video series or should we just focus down on the newsletter? So give yourself a window, understanding that we're testing. And then once you launch and start executing on this simplified marketing plan, you know, now you're just the whole purpose is to validate. And then once you start validating, stuff starts working, fire for effect, you know, double, triple down on it. And I was honestly thinking, Erica, too, is I was like listening to a podcast this morning called Earn Your Leisure. There are brands out there that they don't just follow the simple like, oh, we release a show week over week. Right. Once they kind of realize that like, hey, this asset is the main driver of our business. Then they start doing two episodes a week or they do three episodes a week. You know, for us right now, we're not there yet, obviously, because we're still trying to dial in ironbound into a well oiled machine. But like, there's nothing wrong with doing that if it's working really well. And then you start to understand that like, hey, all this other nonsense we've been doing out here, it doesn't work nearly as well as when we get on the mic and we start to record or whenever I send out a newsletter or you jump and you start to engage your audience on social media, you know, figuring out the thing that's working and then double, triple and just freaking pour gasoline on it and make it work in your business. I totally agree. And I think engagement's a big part. What do people respond to? That and, and on the engagement piece, right? Going in and freaking messaging people, having conversations with them. You know, that's where we're focused on, right? Is actually engaging people that are following us on our social media accounts. You know, just kind of learning about them. Why are they following us? Why are they listening to the Dog Whistle Branding podcast, et cetera? Um, and getting those conversations going. It's like the more conversations you have, it not only allows us to make better content to figure out what people are actually looking for, but it also allows us to build relationships because who do people do business with? Those they know, like, and trust. How do they know you? They see your anchor content. They start engaging you. How do they like you? They start researching. They start looking into your stuff and they're like, oh, we really get a feel for them, you know? And then how do they trust you, right? They either do business with you or they find out about someone who has done business with you before in the past and they start to, you know, pick their brain and ask them what it's like to work with you, you know, or, you know, they, we can, sometimes they borrow trust. You know, we can borrow trust when we invite people on our plat on our podcast and interview them to learn a little bit about them. People see that. Right. And they're like, oh, I see them associated with Mike Stedman and Ironbound Media. You know, these guys and gals must be doing it right. So, again, it just kind of re uh, reinforms 
uh, I don't say reinform, what's the word, reemphasizes this process. And I think the big part that you get to add to that is you have a great personality. So people want to trust somebody that puts himself on the line, puts their story out there. And I think part of that's because I'm not afraid to kind of be myself. And it took a while for me to get to this point. But when you're not yourself and you're trying to mimic everyone else, then you're positioning your brand and your business as a commodity. You know, you've got to lean into the things that make you different and unique. And Mm -hmm. I've just over the years, I've just realized that I'm not afraid, you know, to do that. But at the same time, like me, and you've been talking, Erica, I'm trying to pull myself off the brand a little bit, (laughs) mainly because I don't want everything relying upon me. Right. I want to scale us up. And in order to do that, it can't just be the Mike Stedman show. You know, Mike Stedman can be a part of it. But at the same time, it's like that's why I got to bring you on the shows and everything is how do we build a team? How do we turn Ironbound Media into a world oil machine um, that it doesn't just fall upon one person? It falls upon the team to execute. I think that that's a good thing. But the brand is also is also you and you need to own it. And let us be the support behind you. Which is why I'm getting on these podcasts, you know, and uh, hopefully going to write a book about Dog Whistle Brandon at some point. But I got to get this first book um, done. So as we wrap up on this on this episode, Erica, is there anything we didn't cover that we should go over? Actually, there is one thing I want to talk about. I've said before, the purpose of your anchor content, right? The anchor content, you're driving everyone to, to that anchor content, mm-hmm. right? That's your main way to demonstrate value. But there's also, where do you want people to go from there? So I think with all content, right, not only do you need to send them to your anchor content, because that's really your main marketing effort, but you also need to be able to send them to your business, right? And where where are you sending people at, like to engage with you, right? So it's important to think through that. And I'm just thinking out loud, like on this show, do we send people go to our website or do I say, hey, connect with me on LinkedIn? Or do I say, you know, sign up for the newsletter, right? Because like we're in your mind, where should we be sending people the most? LinkedIn. LinkedIn. Why is that? I think that's where your peers are. I think that's what could drive new connections to get new people onto podcast series. And it's a great way to just be out there in the world and put yourself, put yourself out there. This is me. This is my business. This is what I do. Now, how do we balance that with? the fact of like, we don't own LinkedIn, you know? Um, And if LinkedIn changes algorithm tomorrow, you know, are we priced out? You know, do we still have access to our audience? I think you would because LinkedIn, I don't think is going to eliminate the process that most people enjoy using it for. That's fair. But I do think it's important to say that's also why we're starting to integrate the newsletter though. You know, make sure people sign up for the newsletter. Yeah, the newsletter is a little bundle of joy every Tuesday morning, 6 a.m. That's right. So that's the thing, though. The newsletter also allows us to capture our audience and build our audience. So, you know, with whatever your anchor content is, you need to you need to make sure that when you're starting to drive business development, trying to drive revenue, where are you sending people? So your anchor content is that marketing arm. It lets people get to know, like and trust you. But from there, they need to know where to go. And for us, like Erica said, she recommends we send people to LinkedIn. Connect with me on LinkedIn. Connect with Bill on LinkedIn. You know, he's on there uh, starting conversations back and forth. And I actually really enjoy LinkedIn. I'm not going to lie, too. <laughs> but I also want to make sure that we're capturing our audience. So I also encourage people to sign up for the newsletter. 
And I don't mean capture that audience in like, a, oh my God, we own you. Just more so of like, hey man, if we come across something valuable, like I want to be able to send it to you without having to rely on one of these social media platforms, or I want to be able to connect with you offline, et cetera. So that's the balance though, is making sure that you're sending people to somewhere, but you also want to make sure that you own the audience. That way you can reach out and engage them anytime you like. So as we wrap up, Erica, is there anything you felt like we didn't cover or that we should cover before we let our listeners get back to the day? I think that we covered everything about the rule of three. The rule of three works for pretty much everything in life. I mean, you think about even red, red, yellow, green, it's a group of three, you know, location, 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 a group of three is the easiest way for the brain to form a pattern and forming a pattern makes it easy, nice and clean to follow. Love it. So here's what I want our listeners to do. Okay. I want you to set up your marketing plan. Okay. And you only get three, you got three slots, right? And remember, number one is your anchor content. And then you can have two other slots to support around it. Once you develop your marketing plan, using the rule of three, do me a favor and go ahead and email it to me at mike at weareironbound.com or shoot me or, or message it to me on LinkedIn. I would love to take a look at it and uh, give you all some feedback. Again, at Ironbound Media, we're focusing on this podcast series. We've got the newsletter going and then getting out there and engaging with you all on social media, learning from you um, and really just being a voice to the veteran entrepreneurial community you know, on, on LinkedIn, which is our main platform. So appreciate y'all for tuning in week over week, listening to uh, me, Bill, and the rest of the Ironbound Media team. I want to encourage y'all to make sure you're checking out Bill's content over at the Lions Pride. I'm a Lions Pride super fan. I'm actually rocking my, my top here now. Um, and I love it. They're just coming off a live event. So everybody's all energized and it's the real deal, man. So I want to give a shout out to Bill and the team over uh, at the Lions Pride. And again, for me, feel free to connect with uh, me on LinkedIn, but also make sure you subscribe to our newsletter, which Erica is leading uh, at the link in the show notes. So thanks for tuning in, everyone. Until next time, peace, love. Have a great rest of your week. Dog Whistle Branding is brought to you by the team at Ironbound Media, where we help veteran business leaders create, distribute, and grow branded podcast series in order to engage with their ideal audience. We believe that audio is the future of publishing, and we're committed to leading the movement for the veteran entrepreneurial community. You can learn more by visiting our website, ironboundmedia.com. This series is also powered by the Lions Pride, a professional training and coaching company for badass founders that serves mission-driven, high-performing small business owners with at-the-ready resources, battle-tested tools, and full-service support. We're proud to support veterans and other badass business owners at every stage of growth. You can learn more and get more at thelionspride.com. 